Pulp MX Network Production. It's the Pulp MX Fantasy Motocross and Supercross Show presented by Pro Taper. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of Pulp MX Fantasy Podcast. This is the Millville Review Show, and we are going to look ahead to Washougal, talk about how we did, who we want to pick for Washougal, and everything else, and uh, what the prizes are up for grabs, and so on and so forth. Washougal is a tricky track. Sometimes locals show up, and um, yeah, as always, check the entry lists and the site on Friday night or Saturday morning, because uh, we'll have late entries. But uh, we will start uh, from there and go ahead and uh, look at Millville and all everything else. Dan and I may have an announcement to make. Uh, thanks to uh, Pro Taper for coming on board. Geico Honda, Rockstar Husky, Rockstar Husky Worldwide as well. JGR Suzuki all use Pro Taper, whether it's the Fusion Bar, the Waffle Grip, the Twister Throttle Tube, the Micro Bar. Just a few examples of how Pro Taper continues to push the limits and reinvent the way that we all experience riding our motorcycles. They can be trusted to provide benchmark products and or continue to set the benchmark for all products. Uh, ProTaper.com. Whole new ProTaper Sport line. So check that out, please, people. Uh, They're very excited about it, and uh, we thank those guys for coming on board. Also, too, um, FlyRacing.com. Please check them out. On the web, go to your local dealer, pound on the counter, demand to see Fly Racing catalog. Big thanks for Fly Racing coming up this weekend in Washougal. You will see the 2019 gear available on Saturday on FlyRacing.com. So that's exciting for those guys. And uh, Blake Baggett, Benny Bloss, Weston Pike, did very well uh, at uh, Millville for fantasy people. And uh, much more. Uh, use fly racing uh, gear, and we'd expect you people to use it as well. And 100% goggles. Uh, they are the Geico Honda team, the, the Monster Star Yamaha team. All use uh, 100% as well as Marvin Muskan and Cooper Webb. Uh, so, yeah, please check out 100% goggles to see more and ride faster in the most extreme conditions. The best part of this deal, though, is you go to ride100percent.com. Use the code PULP18 at checkout to save 25% on casual apparel and accessories. We thank those guys as well. We're going to have the 100% lead pipe lock of the week from everybody for Washougal. Don't hold us to it, but that's going to that's what we're thinking about doing. And thanks to Kawasaki as well. We have been giving away a KX250F for Supercross. We are giving away a KX250F for the winner in Motocross. And we are going to give away a KX450, 19, 2019 KX450, to someone who uh, prepaid uh, before the year. So we thank those guys. We thank everybody that supports the site. Plays every week, and uh, whether it's Maxima or Pro Filter or uh, NFAB or, or Fly or Pro Taper, you name it, a uh, number of companies, um, we thank those guys. And the winner from Millville is going to get a signed Alex Martin TLD jersey that was right off his back from Millville. Stunk up my gear bag on the way home. So uh, right off his back from Millville, uh, right onto you people, whoever won Millville uh, uh, Pulp X Fantasy, which is cool, and that's awesome. So thanks again, everybody. Uh, with me on the line to discuss fantasy, uh, first up, from Get and Athena, Dan Truman. What's up, Dan? How are you? I'm better. I didn't really want to talk about this this soon in the week, but uh, mm-hmm. I'm better. Are we announcing our retirement from fantasy, or are we going to ca- carry on? Yeah, man, I don't know. I only want to carry on to win your fifty dollars, um, mm-hmm. but I don't even know if it's possible at this point. Like, I'm terrible. I'm um, terrible. <laughs> also on the line, uh, he had another good week. He's charging up from a slow start, kind of like his Supercross season in fantasy. From Fly Racing, Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? Oh, yeah. I'm bringing it. Yeah, I'm, you, uh, you are coming on. the flow, as Jeff Emig would say. Yes. You are uh, full of confidence, and uh, you are feeling it. So, um, Championship mindset, Steve. Yep. No, absolutely. Uh, also on the line from Pro Taper, and uh, he had another good week as well in fantasy, uh, Paul Parabinos. What's up, Paul? How are you? I'm okay, Steve. I think good is the wrong word. Um, I would I would use bad as. Oh, I thought you had a good uh, week. Well, I'm sorry. I thought you had a good week. Uh, I, I I was mistaken. Um, Salt in the wound. Okay, uh, let's go to uh, how we did from uh, just points wise. Uh, I scored three sixty nine. Uh, JT, how many did you get? I got a big four four six up on the board. Nice job, Paul. Three ninety two. Oh, see, I, I did worse than you. So. Um, and Dan, three forty-three. Oh boy! So I'm two hundred and twenty twenty-one overall rank in MX points. Do you guys have it in front of you? What you are? Yeah, one ninety-six. Okay, hold on. Every, oh, JT, where are you at? One ninety-six. Paul, two 
Five oh nine. Truman, you are the one out of all of us that has won the most bikes in the most fantasy leagues. And I'm going against what I always did. I picked my team on Wednesday. I was a firm believer in Jordan Smith. I mean, I talked to Jordan's trainer. He had a great week of testing. He's on my team. My actual team, so I usually don't do this, I screenshotted my real team. And then, at one, I mean, like, I was already sending it to people. And at 155, for some reason, I overthought it, and I was like, no, I need these big handicapped guys. And I changed my team. My real team would have got 447. My team that I changed to got 343. That's my fault. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so. Dan. Um, all right, let's get into Did you go lap leaders, Dan? Of course. Yeah, okay, all right. Did you get any of them right? No. Okay. All right. There we go. Um, <laughs> um, Dan, you, your la- like your fantasy life is a, lot, a little bit like a rattlesnake at your at, yeah. your, at your office today. Yeah. Guess like, this morning there was a rattlesnake in my office. This is a bit scary. But <laughs> no, I mean like seriously. I mean lap leaders. Okay, whatever. Alex Martin should have led a lap. Uh, I don't know what he was doing that second moto. He had a huge gap and he just lets AP go by. No big deal. So. 450, that was my fault. Ken Rock said I've been picking. He's been getting it right. He's been the only guy I've been getting right. And I just went with Barsha for some reason, who hasn't been good at starts lately. And uh, that was my own fault. So um, JT, his, his lap leaders in the rattlesnake is just a perfect metaphor for Dan's fantasy life. <laughs> no, that's life. just how he lives his life. Right, right, right. He lives his life a quarter mile at a time. Yes. Uh, rattlesnakes and first lap leaders, everybody. Dan Truman. Um, He's basically Vin Diesel. Right. Okay, so... I think I told you guys that I had Root, right? Didn't I say that in a group text? Yeah, you texted us and was like, oh, one of my guys is in the mechanics area. And I was like, what? Root's in the mechanics area? He's like, yeah, that's my guy. Yeah, I'm oh, like, okay. is it, yeah I, I, that's how much I had Root on my team. Like, Dan, I changed <laughs> it. I thought I had Root. I, I don't know. So, anyways, Root did really well. Groot uh, killed it, and I did not have him. Um, Cody Williams was the number one fantasy point scorer. Uh, 76 points. JT, you were on him early. You, that was always on your team right away. Yeah, I didn't pick him though. What? I got yeah, I <laughs> yeah. got scared. I got scared of the. Uh, he made a yeah, switch to the uh, Cycle Trader Rock River team, and I am usually not on board with uh, the mechanical woes of that team. Uh, last minute switch. I I have had really bad luck with Cody Williams in the past as far as fitness levels. So that was two strikes, and uh, that was, uh, yeah, just okay. a bad count. Right. I was out. My bad. I, I, that. Uh, Cody Williams was number one scorer in 250 class. Sean Cantrell was next, and we were on him last week in our, in our pod. Um, he'd had a crappy race and, uh, at Redbud, and um, so Cantrell was a 10. Second highest handicap. Uh, next guy was Root, who I swore I had, but I did not. Uh, the next guy was Jordan Smith. I was always on Jordan Smith bandwagon. I know he was only a zero. And a guy on Facebook yelled at me for picking Jordan Smith, but he was the fourth best pick, everybody. So 25% pick trend as well. Um, next up was Dubox guy, uh, 3D racing, Yusaki Watanabe, uh, 66 points. Colt Nichols, 60. Joey Savacci. There's no way his, there's no way his name is pronounced Yusaki. Yusuki? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> there's Yusuki. no way. All right. All right. It can't happen. Uh, Joey Savacci, again. When he went down in the first moto, we got a lot of tweets. Joey Savacci, who's a double points, a zero handicap, uh, 58 points. It, with the low scores, it wasn't, it wasn't that bad of a pick. Joey did not Joey everybody. But, okay, as far as I had, um, once again, for like the third or fourth week in a row, I went with the popular pick trends. Like, I, I'm, just, I'm matching these pick trends, so that seems to be uh, my deal. I had... Uh, Three out of the top five pick trends. So I had Enzo Lopes at 48. He's a handicap nine. Um, I had Austin Forkner as my all-star. Looking great. Going to get 50 points. No problem. Collides with a lapper. And uh, there goes my 50 points. But uh, I had Forkner. I had Jordan Smith, as I said. 68, 25% pick trend. And uh, my only guy that I went away from that uh, um, other people did, did as well. Um, he wasn't high pick trend. Not that high anyways. Was uh, Challen Tennant. I don't know. He's been good. He, I just thought he – I hadn't picked him all year, and he's been – if you think of look back at the points, Jalen Tennant has done pretty well. Uh, he scored 48, um, so I, my 250 team was not good. Forkner really really left 17 points on the table for Austin Forkner. So um, 450 class. And, and uh, well, let's go pick trend here. Let's see what uh, – Colt Nichols was number one pick trend at a three. Uh, and Do any of you guys have him? 
I had them until about 1.54 yep. p.m. Okay. Or 12.54 p.m. 12.54, okay. Uh, and then Lopes and then Forkner and then Savachi, of course, who who I couldn't pick, but I probably would have. And then Jordan Smith uh, was your pick trend for, for 250 class. Uh, 450s, let's scroll down there. Um, I did it, everybody. I did it. And partly because for the show. JT said you should just pick him for the show. Jerry Robin. I picked Jerry Robin. And that first moto, all of us people that have been there for Jerry have ridden the Jerry train. It was very rewarding. We all lit up a cigarette after the moto. It was uh, fantastic. 17% pick trend for Jerry Robin. 17%, Paul. I think that's pretty high. Like, people were still sucked in. They're still going there. Yeah, it's it's like <laughs> trying to avoid the 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 dessert late at night when you're on a diet or something like people just cannot stay away i mean he goes so fast he qualified good but well, man, qualified is, 15th. Uh, I, yep. I, yeah um, i don't know what to say i'm pretty surprised jt has 17 percent picture in for jerry <sighs> yeah people are gonna people yeah yeah what I, right. what I really think it is um, just, it's moth to a flame man you just can't do it it's it looks too good on paper and i think people just get sucked in and they think this is going to be the weekend that it pays off, and I'm going to look like the genius. And it kind of worked. I mean, it wasn't well, – I don't think it was a success. But I think when you're going to go crazy like that and you're going to actually pick Jerry, which is absolute lunacy in my opinion, yeah. it could have been worse. Yeah, I, I'm actually happy. I'm okay with 42 points from Jerry. I have a, uh, I have a task for anybody out there that is, um, let's say, talented or skilled at, at scraping data. Mm-hmm. I want to know what Jerry Robbins' average moto finish is for his outdoor career. Oh, yeah, that's probably pretty easy to do. Yeah. Yep, yep I'd like okay. to know that. Um, all right, okay, so uh, I picked Jerry. I went with Jerry partly for the show and partly because I thought if there was any, ever a time, to pick Jerry. It's Millville, his home track. Uh, also, I went with Zach Williams, uh, number 96, Minnesota guy, 58 points. Again, scores were low. So I'll take 58 because the top guy was only at 76. So I'll take Zach Williams, 50, 58 points. Uh, pick trend 11%. I went Eli Tomek as my all-star, which I believe Dan was yelling and screaming that you have to pick him last week. As your all-star, it was an all-time uh, low handicap, or high handicap, I should say, for Tomek at a, at a 2 Fifty-three uh, percent pick trend for Eli Tomac, and uh, I was I was one of those guys, and he got me fifty points. Jerry Robin forty-two. My last guy that uh, caused me to have a um, uh, a terrible Millville. Uh, he was the third highest pick trend, and his fantasy points did not even match his pick trend. Everybody, quitter, quitter. Keith right. Harrison, <laughs> Heath Harrison. I, I just I've been waiting and waiting. And 22 points for Heath. He got bad starts. He didn't get Millville. Redbud was phenomenal starts. Millville and no starts, and just him and Jerry were actually going at it in the first moto, and uh, for a little bit he was following Jerry around. 22 points for Heath Harrison. I am done with Heath. I like Heath, good dude, but I'm done in fantasy. One moto Harrison, they call him. Yeah. Um, so pick trend was Tomac 53, then Henry Miller, who JT you and I were debating in in the media tent beforehand. Because he's a five. I was wrong. He was five, yep. and, and we were like, what, you know, what's I, I said to you, like, if he goes 9-9, nine, nine, and, and you were like, yeah, can he go 9-9? Nine, nine? And anyways, 66 points for Henry Miller. I should have picked him. Justin Hill was next. Uh, I should say, yeah, pick trend, Justin Hill was next. Then John Short, who I want to find out if any of you guys had him, because you guys have been on John Short's bandwagon. I had him last week at Red Button. He let me down. So, uh, yeah, that's everybody. That's how you get a, a 300 and uh, whatever I got, 66-point uh, day right there. Uh, terrible deal. Uh, okay, Paul, wait a second. What? Wait a second. You did not pick John second. Short at Red Button. He didn't, didn't have John Short at Red Button. Right, if you did, you're a moron because he didn't race. Okay. Did he race before then? No. Nope. That was John Short's no. first outdoor race of the year? Well, he, he didn't qualify Red, Red Button. No, it was his second. Oh, okay. We, we we called him the lead pipe lock lock of the week. We all agreed. Every it was a unanimous decision. I don't understand why he's not on your team. Um. Yeah. Okay. All right. I did not pick John Short. I had him at some point. Yes. And I must have yeah, took him off. Yeah, you tweeted it like seventeen hundred times. Yeah. Okay. He was on, and I took him off. So um, <laughs> his practice times weren't very good. I so said. Maybe that's I why. said, give me John Short and Jerry. That's what I was going with, and yep. uh, I took him off. Um. 
Okay, uh, Paul. Let's go. Uh, since you uh, you did pretty w- or you did not do well, let's go from uh, yeah. worst to first, and uh, we'll start. We'll, we'll end with JT. What do you? Uh, who'd you have, Paul? Well, yeah, I'm not, I'm still kind of upset because when I look at these scores, like I had these guys on my team. Like I had Cantrell on my team all week. I had Cody Williams on my team about ten minutes before lockout. Um, but I just made some bad choices. So I did have Jordan Smith. Um, I believed in him. I picked him both times when he's been available for double points. And um, as Dan stated, we have a close relationship with um, his trainer, and he had a good week of testing, I heard. And, um, yeah, so he was always on my team. I believed in that. Even when he had a bad practice, um, I believed in it. He's a good starter. Um, So he did good. Um, And then... Austin Forkner was always on my team as my all-star, and just bad luck there. So you know, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know what to say. It's 17 points short of being perfect. Obviously, that's not good. There's lips and points there, but I was never considering any other all-stars, so that's fine. Um, but where I got mad is I had Cody Williams at one point, I had Sean Cantrell at one point, but the people I ended up going with were Colt Nichols. Um, he scored 60. That's okay. But the real fuck up, Paul, was uh, Hunter Sales. I went Hunter Sales. Oh, Hunter Sales. Uh, he had great. I mean, I, I don't know. I thought it was a. I thought it was one of his only nationals he would ride at. I didn't care. This this was my theory this week, and I really tried to not let practice bother me. Like with my picks, like I feel like I go off practice way too much. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to kind of play with a, a, a Wednesday team or a, a Friday team, if you call it whatever. Someone that you know, if you pick a team before you see practice. And I thought it would work out, and I said, you know what, he's a little slow in practice, but it's fine. He seems to be in shape. I checked his Instagram. He did good there last year, and it just didn't work out. The first moto was okay, and the second moto he pulled off, and he only scored 27 points, and that was a shit show. Um, so you know, I'm mad at myself that I didn't pick better. Do you know who was on the Hunter Sales bandwagon? Who was driving it? it was Josh Woods. Yeah, Our buddy Josh Woods was driving. It. <laughs> <laughs> he was driving Tucker Sales all the way. So... I didn't even, see. I didn't even text him. I didn't know he right. knew him. Even I just I was I was on the bandwagon myself. Uh, they were yeah. giving out free tickets. I walked on board and I sat on it. And figured it'd be fine. Right. Woodrow was with you right but, uh, there. Yeah. He, Woods was texting me and Steve, going, "You have to pick sales," and I was like, "No." And he's like, "You have to," and I was like, "No." <laughs> yeah, he was. I mean, I didn't do any better, but yeah, he was very adamant about Tucker sales. <laughs> and then I think I said at the end, I I'm said it. Have to talk about. It. I sent a text to him at the end of the day, like, sales, question mark? <laughs> so, anyways, all right, Paul. I'm going to have to talk to Woodrow about – he was obviously in the driver's seat, and he put us in the ditch after the yeah. first moto because we didn't finish the second one. Um, 450 class, John Shore was on my team. He never was off of it. I knew he'd be slow in practice. I think we talked about this, um, but he scored 76 points. He was almost the best pick of the day. Uh, Felix Lopez was the best pick of the day in 450 class. He was never on my radar, and – not, yeah. Obviously, not on uh, many people. Zero percent pick trend. Yeah, zero percent. Um, so John Short did what he does, and that was great. Um, Zach Williams, he was pretty much always on my team as well. He scored fifty-eight. That's okay. He just started a bit slow and was a little bit slow, but um, he fought all the way to the end, like he always does. Um, Eli Tomac, he was my all-star always. That was never a debate. And then where I screwed up is I went Heath Harrison, and I mean I was. I looked at Justin Bogle a little bit. I looked at Henry Miller a little bit. Um, I looked at Masterpool. In hindsight, all of those guys would have been better picks than Heath Harrison. And for the life of me, I just don't. Harrison can't do two motos. Like it's, it's as sure as a sunset. He can't do two motos. I I, I don't know what the deal is. So um, the first moto was average. He got 22 points. Barely gotten double points. But the second moto, he took it to the camper and. And, yeah, just didn't score many points. And fantasy's uh, been frustrating the hell out of me recently, to be honest with you. So, uh, and my, my frustration is so bad after the races, I waited until last night to do, you know, for JT and I yeah. to work on these handicaps because I didn't want my emotion to be involved when we were setting these because <laughs> I was still angry on Sunday. Um, still angry. If, your case, if anybody's wondering about Jerry Robbins' second moto, I was paying close attention. Jerry gated around the same spot. Uh, he was up to 19th. He was riding well. He came by the mechanics area, and he took like a deep breath, and then he putted by the mechanics area, down that straight, over by the tabletop. About five dudes got him, and I'm like, uh-oh, it's not good. And then the next lap, he pulled it in and just rode in. And I just, I honestly, I don't know. I like Jerry. I think he was just tired. I think that was it. You witnessed the 
quit. I, I think you he just quit. Yes, I think he said, this is too tough for me. I do not want to race anymore. Maybe not. Maybe not. But I watched it. And this is what we always said about, like, even when Stu, once you start to pull off, it becomes so easy yes. for these guys to quit. Yep. And that's why I think we all picked John Short. I've never seen John Short pull off. Like, no matter what, he's slower and other things. But this is why I can no longer pick Heath Harrison. Again, like you, I like Heath. But it's becoming too easy for him to quit. If anything goes wrong, I would rather at this point get burned by Harrison getting 100 points and me not having him yeah. than, than for him to quit on me again. Yeah, um, like, it was – uh, Yeah, no, I think you're right. So, um, all right, uh, Dan, we'll, we'll leave JT for last. Uh, who'd you have? <clears throat> All right, I had I always had Colt Nichols on my team. He was the one guy I didn't didn't change. I think he's getting better. He's in better shape, so he was on my team. And I then the rest I switched. Um, I went from Alex Martin, who I saved from Redbud, to save him from Millbill. And then I looked at practice times like I shouldn't have. I didn't know why he was so slow. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know if there was like pressure getting to him or what the deal was. Um, so I went with Forkner. I thought there was a bigger upside with Forkner. Um, and, you know, he ended up not getting as many as, as Alex. It was only seven points difference, so that yeah. wasn't a huge swing. <clears throat> um, my other guys where I made a big mistake. I had Jordan Smith and Cantrell all week. Uh, Cantrell was my lock of the week. I had a lot of info on Jordan Smith. And for whatever reason, I switched them for Challen Tennant, which was okay. He got 48 points. Um, and then the other switch was actually good. It was Cody Williams. So in 250, it kind it wasn't that big of a swing. It was like something like 18 points. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was a lot of good picks in 250 class. The the Japanese guy, whatever you want to call him, Yusaki, he actually has a good bike now. Um, not that it wasn't good before, but he's getting some Yamaha support direct from Yamaha. And I knew that. Um, we gave him some parts, but he's been injured, so I just didn't know how he would be coming off the injury. Um, so, yeah, I looked at him, but it was never like a really going to pick him. So, for me, my biggest mistake was Cantrell and Jordan Smith. Um, I felt like you had to pick Jordan. Uh, he's obviously an all-star again, and I, I missed that. So, that was my fault. Um, I got lap leader wrong, uh, Alex Martin. And then uh, in 450 class, it really went bad. <laughs> I argued to the death with you that you didn't think Justin Bogle could just get points. Um, we argued back and forth in text, and you're like, he hasn't been good. And I knew he would be good. I mean, top 20, right? Like, he's on JGR. He's, it's Justin Bogle. He's got a whole shot. And, and I took him off my team, 72 points. Um, and I traded him for Chase Marquier is the problem. Oh boy. That's where it gets bad. So the switch cost me 62 points, and – I don't know a ton about Marquez. I talked to Paul a little bit, and he said that you know he had found out that he was good. I follow him on social media. I know he trains, and he was good in Colorado when I picked him. But since then, he hasn't been good. He did get 20th in a moto at Redbud, so I was like, oh, I mean, out of 15, he's got some upside, and he was just slow. Uh, he finished both motos, just went like 30, 30 or something. Not good. So that was my mistake. Keith Harrison was always on my team. I don't know why, but I just felt like he could get a lot of points. I think this is the third time I went with Harrison this year. Uh, this is the first time, and it will also be the last. Yes. Um, Tomac, like we discussed, I mean, 53%, I think, is the biggest pick trend we've seen uh, maybe this year on anybody. Uh, it was even bigger than Sipes at Redbud. So I think you had to pick Tomac if you could pick him. He was my all-star, and, and John Short, like we spoke about, was, was my, my other guy that was always on my team. Um, Felix Lopez was never on my radar, so I'm not mad about that. Um, you know, Gardner was never on my radar. Guys like that. Yeah. I did consider Zach Williams, you know, being from there and stuff, but he just not real fast. What about he's a Henry Miller? Like did you look at Henry? Like yeah, a, yeah. I, I looked at Henry, but my original team was you know Short, Bogle, and and Harrison. Mm-hmm. So I just I never really thought Henry would be better than any of those. I don't know why I was so high on Harrison. Maybe because of Redbud, but. Um, does Felix Lopez run number 577 for Davalos? Is he a Davalos fan? I don't know, we, but I, he, we, he wears X-Brown goggles. I know that because I saw that, and uh, I don't know anything else about Felix Lopez. It, he uh, sounds like um, a Bond villain, you know, like, okay. like, you know, like Felix Lopez is trying to take over the world. You know, it's and, tough. Like I never considered Justin Hill. I was hoping that he wouldn't do as good as he did in hopes of Washougal because I think he'll do good at Washougal. Um, so he was, you know, I was kind of saving him, and yeah, I don't know. I, 
I didn't have a good weekend. And I had Barsha to lead a lap, and that didn't work. Uh, yeah, he actually got terrible starts. Justin did. Yeah. Um, all right. The, the winner this week among us four, Jason Thomas. Uh, who'd you have, JT? I had a pretty solid team. I made a couple missteps, not going to lie. They, uh, the Cody Williams one stung a bit because I was he was all over my radar. Yeah, you. I, I'm surprised, yeah. He paid off. I just, man, I had reservations, and I'm still, I'm still feeling the the burn from Hangtown. I mean, he really pooped the bed at Hangtown, and I, I just haven't gotten past it yet. So I, I stayed away, and whatever things happen. Uh, I had Sean Cantrell though, which I was a little nervous because he hasn't been hasn't been great this year. But I felt like at a 10, unless he just DNF'd, I felt like I was going to get double points both motos. Um, obviously, Redbud, like, he DNF's both motos, or, or at least one there. It could go that way, but uh, that could be the same for anybody. So uh, he paid off second-highest pick. Um, I had uh, Watanabe. Um, I had the a little bit of info there with the Yamaha help, and uh, I kind of went back through his results, and he had been pretty solid. Um, I didn't know that he would be the fifth-best overall pick. Uh, so that was that was good, and actually he would have been a lot better, but he crashed on the start of the second moto and was dead last. I mean, dead, dead, dead last. Uh, so it was even um, it could have been even much better than that. He could have been ended up being the highest pick of the day, maybe if uh, that didn't happen. Either way, good pick. Um, I had Amart. So the first moto was pretty disappointing. He was seventh. Uh, he was a handicap one, so he was ended up sixth. But I'll be honest, I expected him to be on the podium both motos, which you know at, yeah. at worst I figured I'm 44 points into it. I would uh, uh, I would have thought for sure podium both motos, even three three, like whatever. That, that's that's the bare minimum he's doing. A mark is three three. Yeah, he just he got a bad start, and then that he just was stuck there. He really didn't do much with it. Um, he was around seventh or eighth on the like maybe second lap and then that was it he just kind of rode around in that spot the whole time you could see him trying to work up and and make time on guys like McElrath and those guys in front of him he just could never do anything to to make a real move so I was I was a bit frustrated with him uh the second moto he bounced back with the second so uh you know made the most of it 40 points out of a potential 50 um not great I feel like I left some points on the table but oh well it's it's gonna happen I've been pretty fortunate with my my all-star so I'll I'll take it and move on. Uh, the one disappointment for me was James Weeks, was my fourth 250 pick. Wow. Uh, he was killing it in the first moto, looking to get a 40-plus point moto on the board. Um, he went down and was down for at least a lap, and I figured he had DNF'd from where I couldn't see him anymore. And then he finally came around and cruised, um, ended up 37th in that first moto, which didn't do me any good. I was pretty bummed. I, at least he didn't quit. I wasn't happy, but um, he obviously crashed or something happened. Uh, second moto, he bounced back, um, got me 30 points. Uh, so that wasn't too bad. Um, I was hoping from a little, a little more from him in that second moto, but he rode pretty well. He just, uh, I felt like there's a, there was a group of guys in front of him that maybe he could have been racing with. That he just, he was kind of by himself the whole moto. So uh, really, the first moto is just what did me in. But overall, it was pretty decent. Um, I will say after the first moto, things were looking pretty bleak though. Uh, with Weeks as DNF and, and Amar seventh, um, I was, I was, yeah squarely in the struggle bus after the first 250 moto so um, i really needed to bounce back and and luckily my 450 class was uh was really strong all day um i had eli tomac um i just felt like he was kind of a no-brainer uh with a two handicap that's the highest handicap we've given him all year as steve alluded to um he was yeah he was on my team from the get-go uh, i had john short uh, he was on my team all all week, all weekend. I never even considered taking him off. Uh, the only thing I looked for was just to make sure he was in the, the top 36, and he was, and I kind of didn't care uh, where he slotted into that just because I know he's in shape and he doesn't quit, like Dan said. Um, so, yeah, he uh, he was way back in the second moto and fought to the front or, or you know, to 18th place. Um, which is just what he does. I, I kind of felt like I rode similarly to him. We we didn't have a lot of speed either of us, but by the end of the moto, you were you're going to find us in the points. So um, he ended up pay, paying off. I had Zach Williams. He's another. Uh, I think he's from Wisconsin. Um, actually, maybe Minnesota. Um, but he rode really well. Uh, you know, wasn't flashier, but he was solid. He didn't crash. He didn't make mistakes. Uh, picked up 58 points. I had Masterpool. Uh, that was 56 points, um, and I honestly I thought I would get more from him in the second moto. He looked like maybe he had a couple bad laps. I don't know if he got tired or what, but uh, I think he ended up 20th in that second moto. Uh, but he, 56 uh, is yeah. He was up there, and something happened. He lost a lot of spots 
yeah, quickly. Yeah, he, he was moving forward. I think he had gotten to 16th or 18th, mm-hmm. and then, yeah, all of a sudden he was 20th. Yeah. So I don't know what happened to him. Um, at least he didn't quit. He still got double points. So 56 on the day on a pretty low-scoring day. Um, I don't think many times you would have a guy in, with 56 and be in the top 10 scorers. So um, I felt pretty lucky to uh, to have such a strong day in my 450, and overall I moved up quite a bit. So even with my missteps, you know, missing Cody Williams, which is just a fail on my end, um, yeah, and then the James Weeks uh, just didn't go very well for me. I still still moved up quite a few spots with a 446. So overall I was happy. Uh, thanks to Fly Racing. Thanks to uh, 100% Pulp 18 at checkout. Thanks to Pro Taper as well. Thanks to Kawasaki, of course, uh, for all supporting this podcast. Um, Paul, did you or did you not give Jerry Robin two second thought? Uh, no, I did not. Dan, Jerry Robin, two second pa- two second thought. No, no, he could. I, I'm not even joking. If he was like handicapped 25, I don't pick him. JT, did you give Jerry Robin a couple seconds? I did give him a couple seconds, but and, and we talked about this a little bit, but here's my here's my theory. So you look at Jerry's times, he's he jumps up the board at twelfth. I mean it's a no brainer. Anybody, anybody else's name you put into that spot, you pick him, right? But we know too much with Jerry. And I've been we've been railing against you just can't pick Jerry, Jerry's gonna Jerry. You just can't pick him. So I just knew that if I picked him here and he went DNF, DNF, I would endlessly kick myself in the nuts. There was just no way I would ever forgive myself for going against everything I know. On the other side of that, if you're like, you know what, there's too much evidence that I have to pick him here. And I just, man, I, I, I was willing to, in the end of the day, I was willing to live with the fact that if he killed it, I was going to go with everything I know telling me not to do it. And if he and if he killed it, and I would just high five everyone that that went for it and said you are you're you're a lunatic, but it paid off today. But if he didn't do well and I picked him, I would never forgive myself. So it, was, it just wasn't a risk I was willing right. to take. Okay, all right. Uh, let's look ahead to Washugal. Uh, Papa Max Fantasy picks handicaps are up. By the way, there's some adjustment to scoring coming. Uh, we've had a little bit of a glitch. Uh, there'll be some points are off a little bit. So just keep an eye on that uh, going forward. Um, all right. Uh, so, is there anybody? We'll go to four fifties. We'll start with two fifties. Uh, I'll go with you, Paul. Was there anybody that jumps out as a Washugal guy, local or somebody two fifty class that we need to know about? Two fifty class or four fifty class? Two fifty class. Two fifty class. Um, that has to be Carson Brown. I, I, I would guess uh, I would I would say I know more of those guys maybe in the 450 class, but I think Carson Brown is would show up. Um, he is a 16. Um, I would think this is his best chance to have his career best finish. So that's somebody that'll be on um, my radar to see how he how he does in practice, how he looks. I am I am picking Carson Brown at a 16. Yes, yes. Um, all right, so uh, Savachi won last year. Savachi won Washugo last year. Uh, I'm not sure if you guys are aware of that. He went uh, 7-1 for the overall. Well, that's right. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that was weird. Um, so Savachi won 7-1 uh, last year, and he is still double points, everybody. He's a not minus one. Do you go with Savachi, Paul, if you can? Yeah, if you can pick him, if you can pick him, yeah, you do. He's, um, yep. I mean, he's only a minus one, so I picked him last week and I can't. But yeah, he, I, I, you still have to pick that guy. No, yeah, yeah, I, I think so. Um, Plessinger won a moto here last year. Now for an all star, he is a zero. You guys have moved him a little bit uh, after four dominating motos. Is he an all star pick for you here, Washugal Paul, or no? Um. Uh, there's just not much room for wiggle room there for mm-hmm. me. So I think there's better all stars. I mean, yeah, Aaron could go one one again. Obviously, he's rolling, but um, but I think there's there's better all star picks to look at. I think Forkner at a six is a really good pick. I can't take him. Okay. Um, but I think that's a pretty good pick. Now speak up a little bit if you can, um, Paul. Or put the phone closer. To oh, your mouth. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, I think Forkner. Forkner is the best looking all star on paper. I think to me, uh, but maybe I'm wrong. I mean, I, don't I keep know. getting awful scores, and these PC guys keep crashing. So yeah. maybe I'm completely wrong. But I, 
Dan, right? Dan, I mean, on yeah. paper, how do you... Dan, just stay away from Pro Circuit. Can we rec- Should we just recommend that? Say compl- I mean, it, it's strange. You know, they have like a black cloud over them right now. I mean, Forkner has three races in a row where something has gone wrong. I mean, it's just Joey is left, I believe, that them two. Yeah, I mean, you can pick Joey at a minus one. I'm not. Uh, I'm in 509th place, and I can't get max points with that. So I'm not picking him. Mm-hmm. I think that a really good all-star is Shane McElrath. He's a good starter. He's been doing good, and um, at Washougal, a start seems very important. Not that they're not always, but yeah. at Washougal, it does help a lot. Uh, and he's, his handicap has moved to a six. So uh, for me, uh, McElrath will be my all-star. Yeah, McElrath. I, I, I can't pick Forgner, and I like that six, but I just, I just he's got a – something always seems to happen, so I would stay away. So McElrath is a good all-star pick. JT, what do you think for an all-star? Yeah, I like the the six number for McElrath, but I'm not 100% sure on his consistency. He is a great starter. I don't know if this track really suits him. He seems like he's done better on the, when the dirt is a little bit softer. But then Muddy Creek, I guess, is hard, too. I don't know. I Man, I really like Plessinger. I think he goes 1-1 again. He won, here, won a moto here last year, and he is a much better rider this year than he was last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think there's any shoe-ins here to get 50 points. So all things being considered, I think Plessinger's riding the best. And if, you, if you're if you not a shoe-in with anybody, I yeah, maybe I'll go with him. So I I thought about my 100% lead pipe block of the week, and then I just looked at the handicap. Who do I complain to about the handicaps on this, on this phone call? Because, you got them. Because my 100% lead pipe block of the week handicap guy didn't move, and that's bullshit. He hasn't raced for like two months. Martin, Can you give us a name? Martin, name? Martin Costello is showing up. He's going to be there. We last saw him. He was scoring fantasy points. High number of fantasy points when he rode for Cycle Trader. He's a privateer now, not on a team, and he hasn't raced for two months because you know, the, the Cycle Trader team, only, he was only a fill-in. And you guys didn't yeah, but he wasn't. He's a but nine. He wasn't hurt or, but he wasn't Why would we move him? Because yeah, he's a privateer now. He's yeah. not on a factory team or you know, a B team or whatever. He, so, so you want me to, we should probably move his handicap down is what you're saying. He, he's on he's, – <laughs> He's he's out of a pickup truck. He hasn't raced in two months. Yeah, that doesn't matter though. He's just as good as he was when he last raced. He just didn't have a ride. That, no, that's that doesn't. That's bullshit. That's irrelevant. That's, that's irrelevant. That's well, you want him to be an eighteen just because he missed some rounds? That's not how it works. He should be. He should be higher. He should. He should not be a nine. Should be higher. Um. So he can no longer be my one hundred percent lead pipe block of the week. I will now switch to Carson Brown. I did not think of him, and I don't know why not. Carson Brown uh, is he's on a one twenty five or a two fifty F. Does it does it matter? Um. I'll go Carson Brown as my 100% lead pipe block of the week. Absolutely, Paul. You, you nailed it. Home track. Uh, if he's ever going to do something, uh, it'll be now. And uh, he's an 18. So I will go Carson Brown as my 100% lead pipe block of the week. But I will lodge a protest over Costello's handicap. I want to officially lodge a, a protest right now on the, for the record. So, um, 100% lead pipe block of the week, Paul. What do you think? Um... This is tough. It's tough on a on a Tuesday to pick these guys because Washougal's so different and different guys show up. But I'll go out on a limb and say that it could be Dylan Summerlin, number 430. He's mm-hmm. a handicap 18. Um, he went 2018 last year, so that's uh, damn near a perfect score if he does the same thing. So I'll put him yeah, on people's he's radar. from Let's Kent, Washington. Yeah, from Kent, Washington. Um, that's a good good job, Paul. Yeah, nice, nice work. That's why we have you on the show. Uh Dylan Summerlin, keep that in mind, everybody. Um, what is Tommy Week? Is Tommy Week too old now officially? Four fifty-five. Okay, but he is racing. Okay, um, I believe so. Uh, all right, hundred percent lead pipe block of the week for you, JT. I would pick Yusuke Watanabe. He is Japanese. Japanese riders always kill it at Washugal. It's very similar to the tracks they ride on. I've been to, I went to Japan last year and saw those firsthand. They lots of hard volcanic dirt, which is kind of like Washougal. Uh, probably is exactly like Washougal. Uh, and he is still a 16 after a very good weekend. Uh, most people got very fortunate that he crashed in the first turn, or his handicap would be much lower. Uh, so I think he's going to be a great pick. Are you with me on Costello? Anybody? Anybody got no. my back on Costello? No. No. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I think he's a good pick, but uh, you're wrong on his handicap. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, Dan, 100% lead pipe block of the I, week? I, I like what both guys have said, uh, as well as you. I do like Carson Brown. Um, 
I agree with JT on the Japanese being very good at Washougal. Um, they have been in the past. And then uh, Paul brings up a good one with Summerlin. So it's tough, but I still think that Cantrell is a good pick at an eight. Um, I go back to the – he's a good starter, and I think he went – 13-13 or 14-14, um, uh, and if he does that again. No, he went to 8-16. 8-16. Last year. So, yep. No, I meant last weekend. I oh, I'm so. sorry. Sorry. Yeah, so if he goes 8-16 again, that's that's good, or what he does at Millville, that's very good. So um, I think we all go different here, and I think there's uh, there are quite a few good picks. I'm going to pick my team right now. I'm going to tell you who it is, and don't let me change it. I'm, I'm oh. going to ask March to go change my password. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right, give us your four. Uh, I'm going to go with Shane McElrath. I'm going to go with the Japanese of Yusaki Watanabe, whatever his name is. I'm, I'm going to go Sean Cantrell. And my last pick, oh, it's tough. I'm going to go with Carson Brown. Got to go with Carson Brown, no? I don't know. He hasn't been. I know it's Washougal and... I mean, if they were racing down the road in his backyard, he goes 1-1. But they're not. They're racing at Washougal. Okay. So. Um, all right. Uh, Paul, you go Summerlin, Brown, Watanabe? Summerlin, Brown, <laughs> Watanabe, Justin Cooper oh. is my all-star. Yeah. Send That's it. That's a good put team. It in, put it in there. That could be That's a good a team. That's a good team. Um, all right, JT, who do you like? Who's your four? I'm going to go... Plessinger is my all-star. I think he puts up a 50 that's, spot. That's risky, but okay. Nope. I think I think minimum you get 44 out of him. I, th- I think he's just on a different level at the moment, and he won here won a moto there last year. Uh, I think the hard dirt helps him, too, because it doesn't put a load on the engine. So there's that. Uh, I like Savachi. I like Ferrandez. So I'm a minus two and minus one for those. That's a oh. pretty safe pick. Yeah, safe, yeah. Yep. Um and my fourth, I'm a little unsure at the moment, but it's probably going to be Carson Brown. You so see what a good score does to you? It makes you think so much better. Like, JT's playing with a little lead, he feels. He's riding from the front. He's making better choices. We're mm-hmm. in the back sucking roost <laughs> trying to f- jump the quad <laughs> to get in the lead. Right. JT's just going Savachi, uh, Ferrandis, and just calling it, you know, a, and that's a And that's a good team, too. That's a good team. You know it what is. I mean? That's a great team. It'll beat my team that I just talked about because I'm an idiot. <laughs> well, listen, <laughs> listen, Costello should not be a nine, okay? But uh, so. What I'm, should he be, Steve? All uh, right. You're, so, tw- Twelve. So if Tomac stays home for two months and shows up, we should change his, we should change his handicap. Eli Tomac is quite a bit better rider than Martin Costello, okay? And so. But we're yeah, talking but his handicap, handicap we're not in talking. relation to his riding, and, yeah. and so is Martin's. Uh, I, so everybody just pay attention to Martin Costello this weekend and whatever his score is, just add three to it because that's what it should be his handicap. So, um, yeah, I, I like Carson Brown all day. That's, 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 that's my hundred percent lead pipe block of the week that I think the kid, the kid will do well. He knows that place and he's in front of the hometown fans and, and all of that. He's got speed. I've been a little underwhelmed JT with him to start his pro mm-hmm. career. Right. But yep. He certainly, I think, can, can, can pull it together here. So, uh, all right. Um, All-star-wise, though, I, I would not go Forkner, although everyone th- thinks I should go. Everyone would is going to pick Forkner, I think. Uh, McElrath is a smart all-star. Absolutely, that's a, that's a smart all-star. Um, and Savachi, I can pick him again, so I probably will. He's not minus one, and I will probably pick him again. And Joey will Joey. And everyone will get upset on, on our on our on our uh, Twitter feed. So, um, all right, everybody, let's go to 450 class. Big addition this week: Factory Rider Josh Grant is back this week. Um, he is a one. Dan Truman, what are your thoughts on uh, Josh Grant at a one at Washougal? Um, I think Grant's good there, and I think that he wouldn't have come back unless he's ready. He's looking for a ride next year, I believe. So, I think you can pick him. Uh, depending on your position. If you're in a position like JT is and kind of going with the safer guys, I think Josh Grant gets double points both motos. But there may be better picks. Okay. Uh, And who are those, Dan? 
Uh, it's tough. Uh, you got to go with some of these guys that, that have bigger handicaps. I don't think the guys like Zach Williams and these guys will travel to that race, but mm-hmm. I could be wrong. Yeah. Um, I I picked Marquier last week at a 15. I don't know what happened, but I don't know if they go to this race. You know what I mean? So for me, I got to watch practice. Noah McConaughey is someone I would look at. Um, I think he's a high handicap. He's from up that way. He would be really good. He could easily get points and go 20-20, and that's, uh, you know, that's a lot of points. So it's tough. Uh, John Short, I think, has lost value now. He's down to a 12. I don't see a ton of value in that. So it, it makes it a little tough. Uh, JT, is your guy Austin Koba racing? He's in. Yep, he's racing. And how do you uh, feel? He hasn't been riding a ton. He's he's working part-time here at WPS, so I don't know how it's going to go, but he is definitely racing. Uh, do we see return of Dusty Pipes or no? Uh, he's just on the list. I would think so. He usually races this race. Yeah, he might be. Northern California. And guy. is Darren, Darren Marte not from up there? He is from Sacramento area. Oh, okay. All right. Um, Tommy Week, last year, Tommy Week goes, uh, of course, the track he knows well. He's from Washougal, Washington. The race is in Washougal. Uh, he goes 15-15. Paul, is Tommy Week your 100% lead pipe block of the week? Well, it's hard to say that. Um, he hasn't raced all year, and the entry lists aren't been posted yet, so I believe he's showing up. I think we all believe he's showing up, so we don't have his handicap determined yet. So oh, okay. A, I thought maybe uh, he was already entered. That'll all be right. interesting for me and JT to talk about, but um, I, I want to say he's going to be on my team, but how do you put a guy that has a history at Washougal but hasn't raced all year? Like, I think he has to be a really high handicap, you know? So, no, I, I agree. Um, I think he, you can't be like, oh, this is what he did last year. Like, it's a long time ago. Right. Right. He's a year older. and yeah. yeah. Do you agree, so, JT? Yeah. You, don't, you don't really know his program. You don't really know it's been a year. Yeah, right. I have a question, though. I'm looking at our, our sheet here, and this may be something we can talk about on air and maybe have to adjust before handicaps come out. Um, Zach Williams is showing as a 17 on mine, but he was 23rd overall last weekend, so I'm not sure why he went back. He was a 16 at Millville, and then he went to a 17 with a 23rd. It's not going to be there, so it's not going to matter. Probably a typo, huh? Something we'll have to look at. Yeah, I don't think he's there, but yeah, absolutely. Um, All right, what about Toshida Tomita? Uh, Again, Japanese, Washugo, you guys made some good points about Watanabe. He had a poor uh, Millville. What's his handicap at? He's a 10. Oh, he didn't even change. What do you know? He He didn't have a poor Millville. He was decent. Was he? Okay. Um... Is is Taff ever coming back to racing or no? Oh, if he was, he would be this weekend, but I don't think he's going. Um, you know who is going to be there? The number 91, Alex Ray. I, yep. I, but I do not like Alex Ray. For, for I do like him as a person, but not for fantasy purposes, right? We all agree? Or is that 10 enough or no? We saw what he did as a, on his own at Red Bud. It wasn't good. I think I think 10 is okay at Washougal. Um, uh to, to me, Washougal is a privateer's friend because it's easy. Like, you don't really have to wash the bike after the motos. The dirt isn't gnarly deep. The You know, it, mm-hmm. it's not 100 degrees with 100% humidity. It's not muddy. It's not sand. It's pretty easy to go there out of a pickup truck and not have issues. So I think that plays in the race favor, and, and I might actually consider him at a 10. Yeah, okay, all right. JT, what do you think at a 10? Alex Ray. I don't know. I, I was I was coming on board the Alex Ray train whenever he was on Factory Yamaha, but now, I mean, he's he's putting it out on Twitter that he needs a mechanic. Uh, I don't know. I just, I, uh, I may be his mechanic. Does that affect? <laughs> well, no, it's just the whole program. I just I'm out. I don't. I'm not a believer if <laughs> your whole program's not put together. <laughs> Screw and you, complete. Paul. <laughs> if he was an 18, I'm in. But you right. just have such a narrow. Uh, you know, there's no margin of error there. Uh, if at a 10 and he, you know, the way he's been riding and, and with people coming back like mm-hmm. JG and uh, John Short and these guys coming into the class, it just is making life harder. So for me, I'd probably be out. Uh, are, is Paul and JT Josh Grant? I didn't ask you guys. At a one, is that is that is he on your team? Yeah. Uh, for me, I don't, I don't think so, and, nope. and it's not because I don't think he's going to get 11th or better. I think it's just because there's going to be better value picks out there. Okay. JT? 
I'm going to take a really hard look at it because I, I truly believe he's going to be somewhere around six, seven, eight, both motos. Maybe he goes like six, nine or six, ten. And if that's the case, that's pretty solid points. Um, if he can throw up a 50 or 60 on the board, uh, that's uh, pretty solid, right, if we look at last week's results. So I'm going to look at it hard. I'm going to see how he looks in practice. Um, I'm going to try to try to find out how fit he is because I think that's going to be a part of it. It's supposed to be uh, high ni- mid to high 90s on Saturday, so keep that in mind for everybody. So that temperature could be the difference for me, just thinking it may be a little tough on him the first race back. Um, Brandon Shear. His handicap, 7-10. to 10. Absolute garbage Millville for Brandon. Yep. He has been a high scorer. Uh, Paul, you help him with Pro Taper. That's kind of your guy a little bit. Um, Is it Shearer or Shearer? I, I don't know, JT. Okay, ask Dan. He, always, he seems to get it wrong every time. Uh, it's Brandon Shearer, and it's Gage Shearer. Okay. Got it. Okay. Uh, do we? How do we feel, Paul, about that? I mean, he, you look at... Uh, I'm going to reach out to him and... Okay. I'm going to reach out to him and see, but... Uh, but here, as we talk, he's he's high on my priority list. I think um, him at a ten, he's done good there in the past. Um, Let me see what he not did last super year. good, but he did go twenty three twenty last year. Okay. Um, so we would need better than that, obviously, at a ten. But uh, he is a much better rider this year than he has been. I don't know what happened at Millville. I'll I'll check into it. But I think he's one to look at. I talked to him at um, Millville. Yeah, it was a bad bad day. Bad day. Many crashes. Three times yeah. in one lap. Um. Here's one. Here's a. I threw out Jerry Robin last week just for the flavor, and I'll throw out another one this week for some flavor. Um, it's a guy who is familiar with Washougal. He's a former pro circuit rider. Oh boy. He is oh going to be on a case like two stroke, <laughs> and he'll, and he'll be showing up at Washougal, and I think he's been preparing for it. That's Chris Aldridge. At an 18. He has not been preparing for it, but he is going there to race. <laughs> Okay, we have we have conflicting reports on pre- preparation. I mean, I follow I follow him on social media. I mean, I don't know what preparing for it means. I mean, he was injured. He, that's why he hasn't been racing. So I don't know how much preparing he's oh. been doing. I don't think he's been riding. Well, I saw that he was working on his bike like two weeks ago, and I feel like two weeks prior to a race for a privateer is preparation. <laughs> yeah, but he wasn't riding it, Paul. He hasn't ridden it since the last national, I think. And what about a two-stroke out while Shugel in, in general, you know? Like, oh, boy. Um Dan, he's I, claiming he wants to get points. That's what he says he, the goal is, which I think that's always the goal. But like he's got, he maybe he gets points. I don't know. Dan, can I interest you in Heath Harrison? Two two handicap now changing him. Yeah, it, he'll get he'll do good in a moto if you want to pick him for a moto. Right. I mean, I think it's a great pick out of fifteen. I really do. Really? I'm, I'm glad I can't pick it. Honestly. Okay. Um, all right, give me your four before we wrap this thing up. Pulp Mix Fantasy Podcast. Uh, JT, give me your four. My four will be I'm going to go Marv as my all star. I'll go JG, maybe. I'm going to say now, yes, but I, that could change, so don't hold me to that. I, I just don't know what the weather. If it was going to be 75 degrees, JG would be on my team 100%, but I don't know how it's going to go in a first race back and brutal temps, so we'll see. Um,. Man, the rest of my team, I'm, hey, I'm struggling. I, I will not pick Heath Harrison. I promise you that. I'm I'm out on that. I don't know, to be honest. Um, you know, Washougal is such a difficult track to kind of diagnose. It's it's so much different than – you get a lot of guys like uh, we were talking about with Dylan, Dylan Summerlin. Uh, we've seen guys like Colin Duran. I'm not sure if that's exactly how you pronounce his last name, do well there. Uh, it's a very Northwest-specific event. Um, guys like Dusty Pipes, and we've just seen uh, uh, Nick Schmidt, another guy that's done very well there in the past out of nowhere. So I'm going to kind of wait and see. Uh, Austin Kobo will be on my radar. I'm going to watch him in practice too. Uh, but just all the guys you'd never think of, like I said, like the Dustin Pipes and these guys that you wouldn't pick their whole rest of the year, uh, you need to take a hard look at. Um, having said that, Jake Masterpool's a nine. He could be on there. Uh, I, I can't pick him, but if you're out there building your team, he's a, he's a pretty solid pick. So I can't even tell you my team is, is solid enough to give you four yet, but I have probably about ten guys that are that are going to be on my radar. Uh, what were we saying, Paul, to JT? Yeah, I was going to ask JT if who, he, who would beat who um, between Justin Hill and Josh Grant because they're both ones at Washington. Which Justin Hill shows up? I don't know. 
that part. <laughs> if it's the one from last week, the guy oh, that's no. putting in some of the best lap times of the race the last few laps, then I would say Justin Hill. But I can't guarantee he will be there. He, the, the Justin Hill that had a hole in his arm and then went bowling that night could be there. So I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it, it really, we had J-Bone on the Pulp Vec show uh, last night, and, and it seems like managing Justin Hill is a little bit of, an, of, a, of a deal. Like, You've got to think, though, this being his home race, he's going he's gonna to turn out, right? Yep. So, yep. yeah, maybe, maybe I, I didn't think about that initially. So, yeah, maybe Justin Hill does do really well. Because we all know he's capable of going 4-6. Like, we've seen it. We've yep. seen it this year. But there just doesn't seem to be any difference other than his mood, whether he goes 4-6 or he goes 12-12. He rode really well this weekend, for sure, from the back. Um, all right. Um, Tommy Week, Paul? Is he, is he, I mean, is he a must-pick after practice? If, if, he's in, if he's in the top 20 in, in qualifying, Tommy Week. Yeah, I mean, uh, like I said, we need to set his handicap. I, talking on this pod, I, I, I want to say it'll be somewhere in the 16 to 18 range for his handicap, and if he qualifies top 20, then, yeah, I'm going to take him. Um but we'll just have to we'll have to see, and I'll have to do some more research and, and kind of see what I think. And All right. I, I, it's it's hard though. Yeah, it's JT hit on the nail nail on the head. It's very hard for us to offer a lot of advice to this track. It's very different. Um. um and do we do we think Nick Schmidt's showing up? By the way, do we? Do, I don't know. There's, I mean, he's from Washington no State. So uh, my problem is, is I know he doesn't he doesn't do a lot of off season training. It's not like he's just staying in tip top shape all summer. And that's why I didn't pick him in years past, and he he got max points one moto, I remember. Mm -hmm. Um, So who knows if that's what he's going to do again. He's not that uh, forthcoming with info out there, so it's a guessing game with with a lot of guys like that. You know who is showing up we didn't touch on was the seven-deuce deuce. deuce. But that's another guy. Like, you can't pick. You can't pick Hentignap and be sure about it. Does anybody like – what will the handicap be? He'll be an 18, He's an 18, yeah, all day. Okay, so does anybody pick him? Seven-deuce deuce deuce at an 18. No. I don't think I can. No. I would rather pick Tyler than Adam, honestly, if they're both healthy. Right. Yeah, Tyler's racing, too, I believe. Um, yeah. All right. We didn't do the 100% lead pipe block of the week for 450s. Uh, I'll go Tommy Week if he's in the top 20. So easy easy for me to say. But, uh, uh, Paul, 100% lead pipe block of the week for you. Um, man, you know, I think, I'm gonna, I, I think it might be Justin Bogle. Um, what? He showed some oh my god! What? I, yeah. I mean, <laughs> honestly, I, I, I think a start is even more important at Washougal. He showed some improvement last weekend. I think it's harder to get run down and get past at Washougal than some other tracks. It's flatter. It's J- not easy J- to JT. Pass. That yeah, can't be his lead pipe block of the week. He can't be serious. Like lead he's pipe block of the week. Gone off the reservation. Yes, he's he's lost it, Dan. You got to talk to Paul. You got to talk. Paul, to Paul picked him at. And we can go back to this. Paul picked him at a zero when he came back. He was very confident at the roughest track of the year. So. <laughs> He's your Jerry Robin, Paul. He's your Jerry Robin. You're you're, you're you are fucking high. <laughs> well, at a. Fun- hey, I'm all JGR. I got Pike as my all star. Justin Hill at his home track, and I got Bogle to get a good start. That's why I didn't pick Bogle at Millville. That was my only my only thought behind it. So I saved him for this. He went down to a five, but I have to gamble with it. So those three are all on my team. Um, I'll throw in one more guy like Tomito, and then I'm telling Mark to change my password. <laughs> so. I think I think well, Cunningham could be a um, sneaky good pick this weekend too. Yeah, Cunningham's good. I was just gonna say that. Yeah, yeah. he's good at watching. Oh, sure, You're might as well go. You got the entire semi. <laughs> I'll go RM Army. <laughs> I'm just, just gonna do the RM Army. Oh man. Do we know? Uh, do we my... know what's going on with Dylan Merriam? By the way, does anybody have any inside info? He goes every weekend. He doesn't. Oh, do I know. Motos. I watched him. I just didn't know what the hell yeah. he's doing out there. The wheels have fallen off. I mean, he's starting he last so every time, whether like it's crashes or whatever. So I know that's part of it, but. It's bad. Uh, Cunningham went forty eleven in two fifties last year, and he but he has been good at Washougal in the past. So, yep. and you know what? His handicap changed, did it not? What did it go? Yes, three to, to a five. five. Yes, give me Kyle Cunningham all day long. Oh my God! Do I really go Cunningham, Bogle, Pike, and Hill, and just <laughs> oh my God! I'm gonna commit suicide. Do it. Who do I pick to lead the first lap? I, I, I need some help with this. Bogle does. Long lap. No, Bogle don't lead the whole lap. No. <laughs> he gets the whole shot. Uh, if he whole shots, is he top five by the end of the first lap? Yeah, but he, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah. Well, Shugle, I think so. Yeah, but, but 
I, I don't think he stays in the front, no. I'll go I think Ken, Kenny, right? Yeah, Kenny. Yeah, Kenny's the safest pick right now, I think. Yeah, 250's tough. These guys are all over the place. How about you just don't do it, Dan? Well, then how do I get the extra 15 points? Dad acts like it's just like, like how am I going to get 15 extra points? What a points? terrible question. How could you ask me that? <laughs> right, right. Well, why would you ever say that, Mattis? Um, yeah, it doesn't make sense. Okay, all right. I can't, I can't believe the bowl goes out 100%. Lead pipe lock of the week for Paul. But that's okay, okay, well, then who's yours? Who is yours? Well, Tommy Week, if he qualifies in the top 20. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, I agree with that. Like, I, I'm trying to pick somebody different, but we don't even know that guy's handicap yet. We don't even know if he's going to show up. I'm Okay. I, I agree with you. I'm not saying you're wrong, but all right. Then, I, uh, then I we'll go, then I would go Hill. Then I would go Hill at a home track, and how good he rode at Millville. So if if I couldn't go, okay. So what's what's more likely, Hill to go five five or Bogle to go ten ten? Hill to go five five. <laughs> um. All right. Uh, anything else, boys? Washugo, fantasy, Pulpamex fantasy. Good luck to everybody. Dan is going JGR. And uh, then Marks is going to change his password. So, uh, thanks to Pro Taper, thanks to 100%, thanks to Fly Racing, thanks to Kawasaki as well. Uh, thanks to you people for playing. It's been fun. Dan, do we know whose jersey's up for grabs? First place? Did we? Did I? Not to put you on the spot. Um, we got we got quite a few. We can give out. Uh, maybe we should give out Alex Ray. He's got a lot of listeners. You want to do that? I mean, sure. Yeah. Do do we got to get yeah, it? Could, yeah. I mean, I I have one from Supercross. Oh, okay. Yeah. Let's do Alex we Ray, everybody. We'll do Alex Ray jersey. He's got a lot of listeners. We'll support Alex Ray. Give him some love. Yeah, there we go. Um, it's funny. We had a contest last night for a signed Fly Racing 7 Deuce Deuce jersey. And I yeah. kind of just had it, you know, thrown at me like, hey, you should give this away. And I did it last night. And, like, like I, already, I already got so many email entries. Like, people love jerseys is what I'm getting at. People love jerseys. Yeah. We're the only place where you can right. get Real Riders jerseys, right? Yeah. I give away a top-end kit, and I don't get, you know, as many responses for a signed jersey. A top-end kit is, like, real money. You know, but yeah, jerseys. Um, Perfect. Okay. Alex Ray, number 91 jersey. Yep. Uh, Paul, JT, Dan Truman, thank you. Thanks, everybody, for playing, and uh, we'll see you next week. See you guys.